All right, as we get down to the final numbers of me starting this live stream, how is everyone doing? I hope everyone is having a wonderful holiday. And I hope you guys are ready for this huge talk of New Japan Pro Wrestling, especially Wrestle Kingdom, and the special little gift that um, I have from my favorite company, which will be shown right after we talk about Wrestle Kingdom. And uh, after that, we'll go more into Wrestle Kingdom, especially night three, where it's Noah versus New Japan Pro Wrestling. And after that, we could do a small little Q&A and then, you know, uh, you guys can enjoy the rest of your uh, Saturday. Um, thank you for tuning in. I am Marie Shadows. I am the host and the creator of the Square Circle Podcast. And I am just podcasting about New Japan Pro Wrestling. And of course, you guys are definitely going to get, I guess, an uncut version of <laughs> whatever I say. And just so you know that um, this will be, well, it's seen live. And thank you for tuning in if you are tuning in live. But for everyone else, it is going to be on Spotify. Spotify has their own video player now. So it's going to be on there. And the only way I get it up there is because I'm part of Anchor. Anchor.fm forward slash square circle podcast is where you can get all your audio podcasts and now video podcasts because they have partnered up with Spotify, which I think is fantastic. So either way, you guys could watch this on the replay or you guys could watch it now. And if you are here... Um, this is being shown on YouTube, Twitter, and also, uh, Twitch. So thank you guys for, uh, coming out and, uh, just watching me talk about New Japan Pro Wrestling. And to eventually reveal what's in here in this packet. Yeah, it's a good thing that there's nothing here because I'm not going to show anyone like my address or anything, but this is a very special gift that, um, I won. I'll tease you guys. I won it from a contest. I don't usually win contests at all. I don't even have the luck of the draw, but contest. Yeah. Uh, so that is definitely going to be shown a little bit later. Uh, but we do have uh, some new Japan stuff to go over. First, let me make sure that, um, Everybody knows that we are live. That was a nice little like introduction that I gave everybody and cool. I hope you guys enjoyed the Christmas music. Uh, try to get into, you know, the festive stuff and everything like that. Um, so, yeah. I do know that there are two people watching and I thank you um, for that. Um, I should send it out. Um, while I do that. Hey, Vortex. I am well. How are you? How are you doing? I could continue to play some of the uh, Christmas music. Because the Christmas music is not copyrighted, so... I could do that as we sort of wait a little bit to get people in. Um, I should have uh, changed it now, Vortex. All right, hold on. Okay. I should have changed it now. Um, if you guys, if you're watching it on Twitch and it says that I'm playing Halo... Currently, I'm not playing Halo, as you can see. We're talking about New Japan Pro Wrestling. But eventually, I'll get back to playing Halo, um, you know, just because. Uh, yeah. So, um, Vortex, you're awesome for that. Uh, yeah. Um, you know what? I guess I could just get talking. If you guys are, you know, my buddies who are here watching me, if you guys want to tweeted out uh that i'm live uh talking about new japan and we'll reveal a special gift that'd be great i don't really like i should have a plan to be like set these uh like scheduled tweets up um but i really don't um cool uh 
I don't think you guys can hear the Christmas music. All right, I'm just going to pause uh, the music while I go through night one of Wrestle Kingdom. Um, if you think that I have like a plan for whenever I go live, I really don't. Uh, I play it by ear. Um, I play it by like who's in the chat, uh, who's listening. As far as I can tell, um, I guess we're off to a good start, maybe. Uh, but Saturdays, you know, people are like, out and about and doing probably Christmas shopping and stuff like that. And if you guys are doing Christmas shopping, uh, be careful. Anyway, so I guess let's start off with night one. The card that you see, um, it is uh, night one. Um, it definitely looks like a very stacked card. Um, you know, there's nothing too surprising um for this at all um so i guess we could start with uh the first one i guess to my left which would be yo versus show if you guys have not been following their story um it's basically i have a follower what do i have i did refresh the stream and it still says you're streaming halo for infinite reasons oh um Okay, so I refreshed it on my side, um, so it's totally fine. Um, if, like I said, uh, if people are watching over on uh, Twitch and it says that I'm playing Halo Infinite, I am so sorry. I am not playing Halo Infinite, but I will get back to it. Like I said in the beginning, um, I if I wanted to change it, I would have to do it manually, but I'm using Restream in order to... Um, streamed to three different places. So Twitch, YouTube, and also uh, Twitter as well. Um, and I think, no, my, my, my frames are good. I'm telling you, man, every time that I stream, I have like the luck of like not getting too far in my stream. Um, I did think, I do think someone followed me, but there's, there was no alert that came up on my side. Um, anyway, let me get back to uh, talking about show and yo. Um, so before they broke up, they were definitely a team Rapungi 3k along with, uh, the OG Rocky, who's currently wrestling, um, in AEW along with his chaos members. And then we find out that best friends along with, I guess, Chris Statlander are also part of chaos and chaos has way so many members than, uh, the bullet club, which is like Okada. How can you like keep track of everybody in chaos? Like I would never be able to keep track of everyone in chaos. I would just be like, oh, so it's you. Okay. And then you, and then you, and then you, like, I wouldn't be able to, um, sort of like keep up with everybody and stuff like that. Oh, okay, cool. So I just found out who followed me on Twitch. Uh, thank you. Black Bayman X. Wait, what? Black Bema X8 
I apologize if I butchered that wrong. But thank you for following me on Twitch. Uh, yeah, I got to work on my alerts. But um, yeah, I think that um, now that Show came back from a knee injury that kept them out for a while and, uh, you know, Show was just there hanging around the rest of uh, the Chaos members, uh, which wasn't really a bad thing. Um, it sort of felt like, you know, he needed something else to do other than following around the Chaos guys or being part of like the six man tags or, you know, yeah, six man tags. I haven't seen like New Japan do a 10 man tag um, recently, which is kind of interesting. Um, but now that show is now in Bullet Club, which by the way, show is doing fantastic in Bullet Club. And I'm not just saying that because I'm a Bullet Club fan. Um, I'm saying that because show has a lot of promise as a bad guy and everything that he's doing like makes sense. And it's like fun to watch, um, him becoming a heel and doing what he does. And now that he betrayed yo, and they have this battle going on and even during uh, the best of the super juniors, like you could definitely feel the tension between both of them. Like they're very great storytellers. Um, it's portraying the story of light versus dark, good versus evil. And you definitely saw that during Best of the Super Juniors when Yo was wearing all white and then, you know, Sho uh, wearing, you know, all black and everything with some purple in there, uh, which, by the way, you guys should know that purple is my favorite color. But that's besides the point. So, um, you know, that whole light and dark storytelling, like I know it's a trope. I know that like it's very... Uh, cliche, but I sort of like, like that kind of thing. Cause you could also have like twists and turns and then, you know, catch everybody off guard about, um, you know, how you present the entity of like, what is light supposed to be and what is dark supposed to be. And like the story that they come together and clash and make a, you know, like a perfect story. Um, let me see. Okay, good. I could turn off the freaking rig light. <laughs> you guys can still see me because um, it's starting to bother my eyes. So I think that this is as a special singles match for night one. Um, I guess we could say it kind of sets the tone for like their future story because I don't think like in this particular match that it's going to like end their feud. I don't think that this is going to end it. Sometimes when it comes to Wrestle Kingdom, stories are either ended at Wrestle Kingdom or they continue to go further on uh, past Wrestle Kingdom and then eventually at like another big name um, New Japan show, like the story will end there. But because this is new and everything, um, because it's new, I don't think they're going to be ending the story anytime soon. And then if they do, I'm going to be really upset if they do. Um, give me one second here. What happened? This is so weird. Um, I do not mean to uh, not talk for the moment, but apparently my ch my Twitch channel cannot be found, and I have no idea why that is. Um, even though I can manage. Okay. It says that I'm live, so I have no idea what's happening. I don't know if it's. Um... Oh, so okay. So I guess that's what it is. Share link, right? Um. This is why, like, work. Okay, so that works. Um, 
Oh my god, I swear. You know, I, this is why I don't plan for anything. Like, you see all of the... Uh, all the mistakes I do and everything, like, I will own up to all those mistakes that I do on live just because, like, nothing ever goes right. But if I do, like, a video or a audio podcast, I can at least control it. I can't control, like, going live. So, yeah. Um... I don't know why I was doing that. Yeah, I don't I don't know why it was doing that. Um, but I do want to shout out um Corey from the Two Sweet Podcast for letting me know that like for some reason it wasn't working on Twitch. Like the link was not working on Twitch. Like All right. So anyway, um, if anyone else has any more like trouble of like viewing the stream, uh, anything at all, like, let me know. I will try to fix it as I go through the, the card of, um, of it. Like for some reason, man, it just didn't want to do it. Um, but now it should definitely work. Um, Okay. Yeah. So I don't. Okay. Now we could go on to the next, uh, match. Um, but I may be doing like this early for like Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, they already gave us the match card. So I guess we don't really have to wait, but I will definitely come and revisit, um, this whole thing. I just think that talking about New Japan and then showing you guys a special gift and then talking about more New Japan and then the Q&A would work out. Um, so if I had to choose between Yo and Sho to win, um, they're already building up the story of that Yo has this losing streak, so to speak. Uh, we saw it in Best of the Super Juniors, but then Yo came back um, like a vengeance. And had his uh, final match, his finale match, I should say, against uh, Hiromu. And we're going to talk about that in a moment, too. Because I think that's a very uh, interesting point in, like, their storyline. But um, Yo is definitely on a mission of redemption towards uh, Sho because of how they uh, broke up and, like, how everything happened. And Sho was just like, you know, fuck you, man. I'm going over... Uh, it's a Bullet Club, and like I said, he's doing great in Bullet Club. So the final of the Best of the Super Juniors was definitely one of my favorite like main event matches to watch. It had great storytelling from start to finish, and then we had like a weird little rest period where both of the men were on the outside, and here comes Sho to uh, do the same move on both Yo and... Um, Hiromu, and then tell uh, Red Shoes, who's the referee of the match, to basically uh, call it quits. Uh, basically um, say that this is a no contest because both men can't continue and Red Shoes was not having it. And I just thought that was a really funny, good story uh, telling attribute uh, for that. Um, it made a lot of sense. Uh it made like a lot of sense for uh, that to happen. Yes, I can see um, uh, Black Bayman. At, okay, so Black Baymax eight. There we go. I again, apologies if like I fucked up your name, but um, Baymax eight definitely did say that he started zero to four and ended up in the finals. If that's not a story redemption, I don't know what is. It definitely is. And it just gives Yo a lot more credibility, even though he already has credibility. But it gives him a, a bigger push to uh, continue his story with show to really be like, hey, um, you know, I'm going to one day, you know, beat the shit out of you. 
but back to the uh, the finals of Best of the Super Juniors. Uh, so in order for the match to still continue, both members of LIJ and Chaos came out to support both of their guys, and then show runs away, um, which I thought was like really great storytelling. Um, and then they had a couple more. Uh, moves done in the ring, and then finally, um, Hiromu won Best of the Super Juniors. Um, do I think that Hiromu needed it? Uh, I'm like 50 50. Uh, I love Hiromu. Hiromu is uh, very fantastic to watch, like, he's one of my favorite wrestlers to like watch in the ring. He's very colorful and very uh vibrant and um you know he's like full of fucking personality um i do love the dynamic between hiromu and uh shingo and also um naito like they have that freaking bond that i love um if show did get the best of the super juniors trophy i mean he he could just hold it over show, but I don't think show cares because show didn't make it to the finals. Like show was just hell bent on like, I think he's just generally hell bent on just hurting yo. But, um, if show cared, he would have like tried to go to the finals, but then yo was there. Um, but congratulations to Hiromu. Don't want to take anything away from him. If I had to pick um, between who, uh, like, should win at Wrestle Kingdom, um, I would only go with Show to continue the chase that Yo has to do to prove himself. Because I do remember some of the backstage comments from uh, Best of the Super Juniors that, like, even the veterans were saying that Yo needs to start wrestling like how Yo would wrestle. And find his own way after everything that's happened. So I think we should still get a chase of Yo going after show in this battle of light versus dark. Um, the, I was going to say that uh, Tanahashi would definitely be a great um, be a great mentor like in the background to like help these guys with the story that they're trying to tell. Cause I consider uh, Tanahashi to be like the light in like new Japan pro wrestling. The um, I don't want to use the word savior, not the savior, but like the angel, uh, the, the hope bringer uh, in new Japan pro wrestling, just because that's what like he represents no matter what. So like he would be a great mentor slash like agent to help out, the story of Yo and Show. And also, before I move on to a next match, um, the incident wrestling community needs to stop getting on Togo. Uh, just because, like, you know, one week it's reported, <laughs> one week it's reported that Dick Togo helped out with getting um, Taka, Taka Michinuku into, like, New Japan like back and having him uh, there and then also helping out with this huge dream of New Japan Pro Wrestling versus Noah. And he got praised for like a couple weeks. Now apparently a report is coming out saying that it was Dick Togo's idea to have show interfere into the best of the Super Juniors final. And then people were giving him shit. Like pick a side, stop it. You know, if you don't understand storytelling, then don't say anything. Like, the reason why that was a good idea to agree upon it, and I don't even know if, like, if it's true if Hiromu got upset and went to Gato and was like, hey, you know, I don't like this. Um, but I really don't know where any of these reporters get their information from, especially since, like, New Japan is very, like, tight, and, like, locked down with, like, certain things. Um, like, I remember that just because the 
American wrestlers who were over there were restless. That made news. And it's like, of course, anyone is going to be restless in the time of a fucking pandemic. So how is that like really news? You know, like I don't understand how you're going to go and contact somebody or have a source in New Japan and they're just going to like blab to you about the latest news or the latest thing of somebody that told them like what? Like, how are you getting the information of Dick Togo did a very nice thing of bringing New Japan versus nowhere to us, but then turn right around to be like, hey, it was Dick Togo's idea to have show interfere. And he got this idea the day of and Gato approved of it. And then like Hiromu got upset. Like, who's telling you this information? Like, you know, this is why sometimes I just love new japan because it blocks out all of the noise that tends to happen when wrestling journalists want to reveal this and break news first and don't care about repercussions or don't care about you know um who the news actually affects so this is why i personally love new japan just because I can focus on the facts and I could give you guys the facts and I could give you guys the story without the rest of the noise in the background. Um, like, you know, we should be happy that we're getting actual storytelling in each of these matches. And that's what like the, um, the new Japan wrestlers like always gets. Um, it's really fantastic to see it like unfold. But again, like don't be cheering Dick Togo one week and then next week, it's like, oh, he's getting so much cheers that we have to, like, shit on him and then, like, make up these rumors. Because, again, who's really, like, blabbing to you guys? I want to get this stuff out. Like, wrestling should still be, like, you know, fun to analyze, not fun to destroy people's lives. Uh, going back to Baymax 8... The Yoda to Yo's Luke. Yep, that's definitely what's been happening there. But like I said, I will pick show to go over in this Wrestle Kingdom match. The next one to the side of it, which is a trios match, we have Tanahashi along with Rocky and along with um, Taguchi taking on the team of, well, Bullet Club's team of... Kenta, Taiji, and um, El Fantasmo. I'm only like having the cheesy ass smile is because Kenta is doing like triple duty in a way. I think he's like doing triple duty. He's in this tag match. He's in another tag match. Oh no, he's in a singles match night two. And then he's also wrestling for Noah. And I'm like, this guy, you know, this is why I love Kenta. The first time I ever saw Kenta was definitely back in Ring of Honor when Ring of Honor had the partnership with Noah. And then he introduced me to like Noah and I watched Noah. Unfortunately, I haven't been keeping up with Noah. So let's just see how that, um, what I say when we get to like the Noah card and whatnot. Um, I don't know why this match is happening. Um, I really don't know why this match is happening. Uh, but... We do know that Kenta will be facing uh, Tanahashi um, and the United States Heavyweight Championship title uh, will be on the line um, in a no DQ match. Uh, doesn't feel like New Japan has like a lot of like no DQ stuff, but um, it is going to be an amazing match back and forth. Um, I'm definitely want to see it uh, night two. Um, but they're just having a trios match. I do know that, uh, we will be getting a triple threat tag team match. And that's why Taguchi and Rocky is in the match along with El Fantasmo and, and Taiji Ishimori. Uh, so that's their story unfolding there. And that happened during, uh, best of the super juniors slash world tag league that just ended but then again, to have like a trios match to just have everyone fight, it's like, uh, okay. Uh, moving down where we have a another trios match where we have 
Bushi, Sonata, and Naito taking on the United Empire of Jeff Cobb, The Great Okan, and Will Ospreay. First of all, I love the United Empire. Like, I really think that they are a well-defined unit, and they all work well together, and they're all growing, and I just love how they portray themselves because, you know, it's very realistic and everything. Um, New Japan, why is Hinari not on any of the cards? Like, can... I might have to... I might have to cut this short. Great. Um... This is definitely going to be a long, long thing. Um, so, yeah. Again, New Japan. Why is Hinari not on this card? Hinari is not on night one. He's definitely not on night two. And not even uh, New Japan versus uh, Noah. However, there's definitely like some story in this match where um, Jeff Cobb is ready to like kill Naito. Um, the Great Okan and Sonata have some, I don't want to use the word beef going back and forth, but they have, um, especially during World Tag League, uh, with, like, the win-loss record for both of them, um, so, and then Bush is just thrown in there, and Will Ospreay is coming back from, you know, him wrestling almost everybody in New Japan Strong, um, and wrestling other people around the world. And finally, he gets to be at Wrestle Kingdom and maybe back up everything he's been saying. Like, if he's really the real world champion, he should have at least um, been there for the G1 and been there for, like, all the rest of the tournaments and, like, worked his ass off and shit. And I have... Someone else followed me. I got to put my alerts on this side, too. Um, so, yeah. Um... We'll see what Will Ospreay does. Um, oh, I didn't tell you who I would have picked. Oh, it does show up. I don't have ADHD, if anyone is wondering. I don't. Um, all right. So for this trios match, since I already said that I'm a United Empire fan, I'm definitely going to be um, going with Jeff Cobb, Great Ocon, and Will Ospreay. Um, as the winners for this one, and then back up, um, I'm going to go with Bullet Club, so I'm siding with Kenta, uh, Taiji, and El Phantasmo to win that trios match, uh, what up, J-Rod, um, I am multitasking, J-Rod, I am excited about wrestling, um, and then, yeah, I'm excited about wrestling, but I'm also multitasking as well. Um, so the next one is, uh, the most interesting match on the card, which is, uh, Shibata is back, um, and he's facing a mystery opponent. I do not know who that's going to be. Um, I would like it if it's still like Zack Zabre Jr. Because when they had the exhibition match of just five minutes, I was like, yo, this is so great. Shibata can tell a fantastic story without really doing much. Um, outside of, like, being in the ring. Like, in the ring is his blank canvas. And whenever he's wrestling and doing these holds and making the guy work, and then also the guy is also coming in and making him work, it's just really great. I do not know who's going to be his opponent. I cannot even think of who's going to be his opponent at all. But I do have to say that um, Shibata needs to, um, like, take it easy. For fans out there that, you know, that you love Shibata, like, do not push him to have these incredibly long matches with really big powerhouses. Like, he's coming back from, like, an awful fucking injury, okay? He had time to rest, which was a good thing. Um, he's training all the LA Dojo guys and maybe even some of the guys from the, from the New Japan Dojo, but I'd rather him take it easy, take it one step at a time because I don't want anything to happen to him. Um, and if you guys don't know what happened to him, like Google it, it's not the most, um, best thing in the world to like, know. but 
Um, it's cool that he's here in New Japan Pro Wrestling getting uh, his own match again, which is awesome. Next is Ishii versus Evil for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship match. What? Is that a typo on there? <laughs> what? Oh, no, it's not. That's okay. I was like, whoa. I wish there was an edit button. There's no fucking edit button here. Like, this is what you get. Hey, Marie Shadows here. Um, yeah, this is for the Never Openweight Championship title. Why is this happening? I don't even know why it's happening. I don't understand why it's happening. Like, Evil just took the the six men never open weight championship titles off of Ishii and Goto and Yoshihashi and Evil gets a championship match against Ishii for the never open weight championship title why <laughs> why is this happening this is this is where sometimes i question the booking of new japan pro wrestling as much as i fucking love them but it's like why would you want to go after somebody who has a title? Like, you know, you couldn't fit, like, Hinari in that match. Like, just because. Like, just have Hinari face Ishii and put it for the title. And if he doesn't win, he doesn't win. But at least he faced Ishii. And, you know, maybe next time he could win the title. But Evil does not, does not need the title. Um, which I don't think they're going to give um, Evil the title anyway. But in the event that it does happen... Evil does not need it. So I'm just going to quickly say that Ishii is going to retain the Never Openweight Championship title. Like, honestly, they should have kept it on Jay White. They really should have. Jay White is doing the Open Jay White Invitational over on New Japan Strong, which, by the way, guys, if you have not been watching New Japan Strong, please go do so. It's only $9.99 and is way better than the WWE Network and Peacock. Just go over to NewJapanWorld.com, get a subscription like I have, or if you want, if you can't deal with the Japanese commentary, even though um, Kevin Kelly like puts the English in a very good like turnaround time, so it's up to you. But Fight TV uh, does have the New Japan Strong um, bundles if you guys want to watch it there. But seriously, like Evil versus Ishii does not really need to happen. Um, Ishii is going to retain that title, and that's about it. Um, moving on to the next one is a tag match, and this is for the IWGP Tag Team Championships, which we have Goto and, y and Yoshihashi. They are the winners of the 2021 World Tag League tournament. I was going to say match, but it's tournament. Um, taking on... Taichi and Zack Zaber Jr., uh, who are the current uh, champions. Um, again, I've seen these guys like fight for a while, and I'm like, I need something new. I need something different. Um, as far as I can tell, um, I have this feeling that maybe Goto and Yoshihashi will get the championships back. But again, what does this really do? This is where, like, sometimes New Japan falls into the category of keeping the belts on their guys, and I totally get it. They're in Japan, and sometimes, you know, the American wrestlers and, like, the foreigners don't really get, like, a leg up unless, like, you know, they're cool with management. But I feel like I'm watching the same things over and over again, and I'm like, I don't really know who to pick. Um, as much as I respect, like, these guys in the matches, um, you know, I have this feeling that because the awesome trio of Ishii, Goto, and Yoshihashi don't have titles, well, they lost their six-man titles, I should say that, um, and Ishii has a never open weight, but because Goto and Yoshihashi don't have titles, I think that during Wrestle Kingdom, they're probably going to give them the titles. So I'm going to go with my gut, even though I know it's wrong, um, that Goto and Yoshihashi will get the titles off of Tai Chi and Zack Sabre Jr. My brain is saying no. 
which I'm agreeing with my brain, but uh, just because of how sometimes the booking is in New Japan, it can kind of get like, yeah, this is what is going to happen. Um, so after that, we have uh, Hiromu taking on uh, Desperado, which is going to be a fantastic match. It might even steal the show. Like, if it's not that one, it's going to be Shibata versus whoever. But I definitely think that Hiromu and El Desperado are going to steal the show for night one. Um, like I said, Hiromu won Best of the Super Juniors. So he gets to fight El Desperado for that um, IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship title. Uh, this is a really hard one for me to pick. Because both of these guys are really good. Um, it's just that Hiromu never really got his fair shake of being champion. So I think that maybe they'll give the belt to Hiromu. Um, or maybe they'll keep it on Desperado. Um, this one I'm definitely not going to like. This one is 50-50 for me. 50-50. Um, and then for the main event, which is... Shingo versus Okada. Um, this one is for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. So we have Shingo Takagi that won the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship title correctly and fairly after... Uh, Will Ospreay had to relinquish the title because of an injury. And then, <coughs> excuse me. And then Okada uh, won the G1 and decided to bring back, I think it's version four, of the uh, original title that we all love. And now we are here. We are here. And I don't really know what to really think about it because it does feel like excitement it does feel like a really big match but then again like who do you really want to have come out on top like are we combining the belts like let's say that if okada won most likely okada's edict will be that the belt that he carried around with him as his prize will be the number one belt. Like, he wants that belt. And I want that belt too, but the belt that Shingo has is, is growing on me. Um, but then if Shingo wins, does he end up getting the belt that Okada has? And like, you know, are we combining them again? Like, are we doing that? Um, I really wish that it was a triple threat that Osprey would have been in it too and not be in a trios match. Um, but man, this is a tough one to really like, um, pick if I had to, like the story is there. Everything is set up. Um, Okada is definitely like, I want to say egotistical. Uh, he's all like in his head and shit. Um, Shingo Takagi has definitely had one hell of a year in professional wrestling and in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Um, I don't know. Uh, chat, if you're listening to me ramble on about this, who would you pick? Would you pick Shingo or would you pick Okada? Because I, at the moment, do not even know who I would pick. Like, my gut was saying that Shingo should win. But then, like, you know, Okada has always been uh, New Japan's, like, golden boy. Until we kind of saw this, like, falling out of what it seemed like New Japan management wasn't listening to Okada for a while. Uh, when Okada was making demands about things. Um, so, you know, it's kind of interesting. Uh, Shingo has definitely been their guy and definitely has been like their pillar to carry the company. He even got MVP. Um, and you could definitely see that Shingo is their guy for relying on things to make things happen. Um, 
So, yeah, I'm definitely going to go with, you know what? We'll go with Shingo winning this one. Because I definitely know that Shingo and Osprey needs to happen again. And then Osprey was going to face Okada, but that never really happened. So, Baymax8 says, Shingo. So, he chooses Shingo. Uh, Shingo, because of the fact that he said it himself, he needed to be Osprey to really feel like a world champion. Yeah, see, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go with that too because it doesn't really like make sense because obviously whoever wins this main event faces Osprey night two. So like, if Okada wins and faces Osprey night two. I guess we'll get the match that we never got. But then if Shingo wins and goes off to face Osprey, there goes that story again because the last person that Shingo faced was Osprey before he said that he had injured his neck and then he's uh he needed some time off and then Osprey is running around um on American soil um screaming that he is the real world champion. Um, so yeah, um, that wraps up like all of my ideas and everything that I am talking about for like night one. Um, let's switch it over to night two, um, which I would do that in a second. Um, I am switching everything around. Why am I doing that? Uh, give me a second here. Um, or should we take a breather? Let's see. Okay, so All right, so hopefully it worked. Okay, so it did work. Um Let me see what I want to do. Um So we have 39 minutes. Reconnection successful. I hate. Oh, that's from before. Um, you know what we should do? We should take a mini break from me talking about night two because I have a very important phone call at six. Uh, which I'm not. I'm not stopping the stream anytime soon. You guys could definitely listen to. Uh, Christmas music, but I do have to take an important phone call at six. So I rather reveal to you guys uh, the special gift that um, I got from uh, I got from my favorite company in the world. Um, let me make this big and everything. Uh, Okay. Um, so for the four people that are here, you guys are lucky. Unless you guys want to like go and tweet out that I'm going to reveal what I have. And for those of, um, again, I have to say this, uh, for those of you that are listening to this on the audio uh, podcast, uh, when this gets, uh, put up, um, I will try to explain what I have in real time. Okay. Um, I will do the best that I can, but so in here is a very special gift from, uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. So if you guys have been following me on Twitter at Marie underscore shadows, you definitely should follow me there. Um, I did put up um, a tweet saying that um, 
you know, I got a very special gift from one of my favorite four letter companies. And can you guess what company it is? And people knew who it was. Uh, so they put New Japan Pro Wrestling and I'll just put a like on it uh, just because of that. Um, I do have to thank. Uh, what are they? Uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling SS official. Uh, the ones that like promote the, the game. Uh, uh, they were doing a contest and I won their contest and this is definitely going to be the, uh, the big reveal, uh, for it. Um, yeah. So it is, see, I'm not really good with reveals. There should be like drum roll and everything. And, um, yeah, well, their contest was. If you retweeted their tweet about a Okada towel, I won myself a Okada towel. So it is this. It is a very cool Okada towel. Um, it should be signed. It should be. Um, and yeah, it's definitely from New Japan. We definitely got like the seal and everything. The barcode is 3,000 yen. So it's actually real from them. Um, and I'm like all cheesy smile and everything. Um, this is why I wanted to talk about like the, um, the Wrestle Kingdom card and everything because it's great. So I'm opening this up on the first time on, on the stream. Um, I wanted to share with you guys um, and stuff. It's soft. It's like softer than the most. Inside it's like. It is. It is. It is signed. It is signed. Oh my God. It's signed. Oh man. See, this is <laughs> this is what makes like me love wrestling. This is this is everything, man. This is so cool. Oh yeah, I got my tree up. So if you hear like, you know, little little jingle bells, yeah. Oh man. This is a signed Okada towel. It's the Rainmaker, like it's legit. Legit. I, I live for memories like this. Um, yeah. It's signed. Um, this is definitely going up on my wall uh, somehow. Um, it is definitely a very happy Merry Christmas to me because, you know, I definitely, like, this is, like, the greatest gift. Um, I know that I'm probably not going to get any more gifts, so, like... New Japan Pro Wrestling, thank you for choosing me at random. It's random, guys. Like, I'm not on their payroll just yet. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, this is, this is super cool. Um, it is, J-Rod. Um, wait, am I going to be able to see it on screen? No. But, like, this here is nice and soft. But then for some reason, like, obviously, um, in the back is, like, rough, you know? Um, <laughs> it's probably, like, it's probably how, like, Okada is. Okada's, like, nice and soft on the outside, but then inside he's, like, rough. I don't know. Um, I, I don't know. I, let me shut up. <laughs> but, yes, J-Rod, I really do think that they need me for New Japan Strong. Um, this is definitely, like... You can definitely see like the K and then Okada. This is so cool. Yeah, so like when I got it, um, I definitely opened it and looked at it. And then I wanted to wait and share it with um, with my community um, for it. So yeah, it's it's it's, a, it's an Okada towel. Um, that's like super cool. Um, but yeah, I wanted to reveal that to you guys before like I had to take a break and talk about some very important stuff in a very important meeting uh, that I'm about to have. 
Uh, so, yeah. Um, I think I would get copyrighted if I decided to uh, play the Titantron of uh, the Rainmaker, <laughs> which I'm not going to do. Uh, but, yeah, this is, this is so cool. So, so cool. Again, if you are just joining me, I won a signed Okada towel from uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling SS official um, Twitter handle. Uh, the other one that like promotes the game and everything, they were doing a contest. So I retweeted their tweet and I happened to get my very own signed, which is, again, legit signed by the Rainmaker himself. Um, so yeah, uh, like I said, I live for moments like this. Um, I really do enjoy professional wrestling. Um, I really enjoy everything about it. Um, if you guys are not following me, make sure you follow me here on Twitch, on YouTube, anchor.fm forward slash square circle podcast. And if you love Spotify, guess what guys? Spotify now allows you to put star ratings and leave ratings uh, to tell them, to tell the podcast hosts how well they're doing. Uh, but yeah, um, that's a little plug for me and this Okada towel. Um, the sign part is here. I don't know how to fold it back up the way that they did to put it back inside the thing. But um, oh, some car alarm is going off in the distance. Uh, but yeah, one more time. It is a signed Okada towel. For anyone that missed it, you guys cast it on the replay of how happy I am. Um, so for now, I am folding it like this, and it's going to be on my couch for now but um i definitely do want to like frame this or at least put it up on the wall or something so that way like it could always like be there and shit um but a signed okada towel from new japan pro wrestling again thank you new japan pro wrestling for choosing me in the contest to give me a signed okada towel it is the best thing i ever have it's one of the best christmas gifts ever in the world uh, just because I love it. So, arigato gozaimasu. It probably is possible to get a framed vortex. If not, like, I will try my best to get it framed. Um, it's a, or have it, like, and, like, I don't know, maybe get, like, a protective sleeve or whatever and put it on, like, one of the other walls so it could, like, hang down and, like, one and everything. Um, you know, it's a signed Okada towel. Uh, so it's like 10 minutes left. So after that, um, I'm going to talk about the matches as quickly as I can. We'll go to break and then I'll come back for, um, New Japan, excuse me, New Japan versus, uh, Noah to the best of my ability. And if people at that point want to check out just in case of my meeting, goes a little too um, long in time. Don't worry about it. It's totally okay. Um, you could always come back. It's totally fine. Um, so let's try to do this right. Um, I got to fix that. Nope, that's not what I wanted to do. All right, so we're just going to... Is that the right one? Yeah, that's the right one. We're going to just, you know. Uh, so this is definitely night two of it. Uh, we'll quickly go over this, even though I have the meeting soon. But we'll go over this as much as I can. Um, the first one is that triple threat tag team match. I guess we could call it triple threat. It's really, yeah, sort of like a triple threat. Um, for the IWGP Junior Tag Team Championships. So, um, yeah. So, the current holders of those titles is Tiger Mask and uh, Robbie Eagles, which is a very strange um, team, but they work nonetheless. 
uh, facing El Fantasmo and Taiji Ishimori, and then facing Rocky and uh, Taguchi. And um, Tiger Max and Tiger Mask and Robbie Eagles had definitely been a very good tag team. However, we already seen how El Fantasmo and Taiji Ishimori are as tag team champions, and they are Bullet Club's cutest tag team. I was going to say cutest couple, but cutest tag team. Uh, so anyway, I really think that um, Taguchi and Rocky should end up getting the tag team titles for a little bit just because we already seen the titles on um, Bullet Club's cutest, which is El Fantasmo and Taiji Ishimori. Nothing against them, but um, El Fantasmo does need to have his story on center stage, which is him trying to find where he fits in Bullet Club. Like, he works well in Bullet Club. He's definitely, he has all the ability and everything, but he did say um, during one of the main events that um, he needs to stop looking at Bullet Club's past because every time he was in a match, he would do, like, you know, the past leaders' finishers in the matches. Um, and then now he needs to look towards the future. And then him calling out Jay White and doing the Blade Runner, and I'm like... Bro, don't fucking do that shit. Uh-uh. Don't do that. Uh, <laughs> so this is why I think that the titles, if they if they are going to change hands, should go over to Rocky and to Gucci and Alfred Tasmo needs to find himself and then um, Taiji can do whatever he wants to do. Um, next up is Stardom. Stardom did so well in the last Wrestle Kingdom that they brought them back and we have a women's match and again New Japan Pro Wrestling does not mix men with women at all so New Japan Pro Wrestling is just all men and then you have Stardom which is just all women they keep them separated so please no warriors out there don't try to go fixing that they just do it as like a precaution and they've always done it there's nothing wrong with it you can support all the women and you can support all the men is totally fine. You're still getting wrestling. Uh, but Stardom is coming to night two at Wrestle Kingdom. And I don't know too much about Stardom. I wish I can like get a membership and keep it consistent to watch um, Stardom matches. Um, but if I had to like just pick. Um, I would just go with. Probably going to get her. Um. It says Mayu here. So Mayu and Starlight Kid, I would definitely uh, just pick them just because. But one of these days, I do want to um, stay consistent with stardom and tell you guys about stardom as well as I could tell you guys about New Japan Pro Wrestling and New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong. I'm really trying to finish this one up before my call. Ah, so maybe next time I could get, I'll get Mike on here to be like, hey, uh, tell me about stardom and take this over. Um, that, that's, that's what I'll do next time, J-Rod. Just, I guess, remind me. Um, so next up is a King of Pro Wrestling 2022 Fatal 4-Away. Why? Um... One of those competitors, like, I really don't want to, like, throw Hinare in there. Um, but at least it's something for him to do. <laughs> um, I don't think he needs the Kingdom Pro Wrestling trophy. He really doesn't. Like, that trophy was specifically made for Yano and all of Yano's tactics. And, you know, I don't like Yano at all. I really don't. This guy cheats like he is a member of Bullet Club, but he's not in Bullet Club with the way he cheats, and I don't get that. But then again, fuck y'all know, right? So I would definitely throw Hinari in there. Um, who else would I throw in there? Um, I know that Chase is probably going to get a spot in there. Um, who else is not doing anything in New Japan Pro Wrestling that like needs a spot in there? Uh, I think everyone else is probably doing something. See, I got two out of the four. Um, who, who, who? I don't even know who else. 
Um, we could probably throw the two young lions in there. The young lions have not been on this card. So we'll throw the two young lions, which I don't remember their names. I'm so sorry. I'm getting used to them. But they are super fucking mean. I've never seen, like, young lions as mean as they are. And I'm just like, I'm not sure if I could love you guys. The same way that, like, I loved Gabriel Kidd and Yuya and Suji, like, those three former young lions, like, I loved each and every one of them. Uh, the two new young lions, I well, they have three now because the other one healed his broken elbow that he got. But, like, the two main ones, they're mean. I don't, I don't get it. Like, I appreciate it, but, you know, they don't have to be mean. They act like they're going to, like, kill each other every time they fight. Oh, if we look to the next match, we have the never open weight six man tag team championships that are on the line. Oh, maybe now why that, that, that makes sense. Why Ishii is fighting evil because Ishii is not in this, but it does make sense to have yo and also show to continue their, uh, story. Um, wow. Okay. That changes everything. Um, but I will say this, that House of Torture would definitely keep those championship titles. I don't see House of Torture changing belts anytime soon. There's definitely going to be shenanigans in there. You guys are definitely going to know that like Dick Togo is going to do the same shit like he always does. I just wish that they could be smarter about the way that they do their, um, tactics. Like I really wish so. Um, yeah, so the story of this is just that the House of Torture took the belts off of Yoshihashi, Goto, and Ishii, the six men, they took them off them, and then, um, you know, doing House of Torture shit, cheating and everything like that, keeping the belts on them, and obviously, like I was explaining before, uh, the story dynamic between Yo and Sho, but like I said, House of Torture is definitely keeping those belts. Um, there is only a minute left. Um, okay. So, um, guys, I'm definitely going to have to cut it here. I do have to take an important, um, an important phone call. Uh, so I can either let you guys listen to, um, actually, no, I don't think I can. So we're going to take a break. I will come back to stream. Um, and we'll talk more about new Japan pro wrestling and more stuff, but I do have to take this important phone call. Um, sorry if it ends abruptly, but again, I gotta take this. There's no way out of it. Um, you know, me doing me, me stuff. Uh, so I will see you guys in a little bit. I'm so sorry that I had to just like cut it off. Uh, there's no way for me to like sort of just play the music and have that in the background. So uh, I'll catch you guys in like a little bit. Thank you for tuning in this far, but 